Welcome to Nuria's Mastermind. This podcast is a place where success and fulfillment meets. A space where I invite guests from all walks of life who have succeeded at a high level in a specific area. A space where we will share their champion stories, including the wins and the highs, but also the lows and the challenges, yet how their passion and consistency inspire them to keep pushing forward and creating major breakthroughs in their lives. Also sharing our why, sharing what fulfills us, because what's life about without enjoying the journey? Please subscribe, share, and rate us. My intention for all of our listeners is to be inspired into taking action to live the life that you truly desire. Welcome everyone to the Jimmy Rack Show. Um, <laughs> that really should be, you know, this should be this podcast. You're the one that's been uh, doing this for a while. I'm so excited to have you today with us, Jamie. Thanks for your time. Yeah, it's exciting to be here on the uh, other end of the podcast. So thanks, Maria. <laughs> you can be schooling all of us on how to how to have amazing, successful podcasts. Because yeah, yours are really, really awesome. Um, you know what? Though, like on that on that note, like I sat on my idea for six months because I didn't think I was qualified to do it or could, would have a good enough podcast. And frankly, ten of my first. 20 episodes, the audio just wasn't even that good. But Gary Vaynerchuk, what was always in my mind, he's like, you got to just start somewhere. And, you know, so that's what I did. And now I've had, um, I mean, I've had over 130 guests on my podcast that have a blue check mark and one way or another doing amazing things. And I, you know, this morning I was talking to a hero from, you know, a Green Beret guy that saved all these kids in Afghanistan. I, it opened these doors, but it all starts with just screwing it up at the beginning. So like I honor anybody, no matter where they're at in their podcast, because it doesn't have to be perfect. It's one of the mistakes you think is action is simply you get better by doing it, not by talking about doing it, you know? Oh, I, I love that. And actually, we were just testing my mic and it wasn't working. So we just went on, you know, on the phone and we're doing it this way. So I fully agree with you. Um, just It's just taking the action to actually start doing something. Yeah. Uh, so I want to share with everyone, you know, Jimmy really is an extraordinary per person. Um, he is the epitome of living life by fulfillment. So he is, you know, I want to tell you, Jimmy, before I moved part-time to California, I had a lot of people that were like, how are you going to do this? You know, how are you just going to abandon your company? And all of their limiting beliefs really show up when they get scared for you on something that you're willing to take the risk on and just truly live the life that you desire. Um, and you're like the king of doing whatever it is that you want in life and uh, the adventures that you take and the travel that you do. And I, I feel that you are really the perfect example to like show people that you really can create, create life by design. And I, um, I want to just take it back a little bit to, uh, for our listeners to uh, know how we met each other now and feel free to jump in right through, throughout the experience. But I knew all about you. I've been in the in the industry since 2006. Um, and, you know, with your story, please share when you started all this. But I'd heard about you. We're around the same age and we're both super driven people. And I always admired your work and everything that you've done. You're one of the top real estate agents in the state of Utah. And you just keep killing it and growing. Um, and in 2016, I attended... Uh, Tony Robbins date with destiny and all of a sudden I go to get water or something and I see you and I'm like 
that is the Jimmy Rex. Like Jimmy Rex is here and we get to share this experience together. So I came and officially introduced myself to you. And then, oh boy, did we have this unexplainable experience at this event. We got to know a lot about each other, a lot of a lot about other people that surrounded us and you really go deep and you're vulnerable and um, it's really unexplainable, you know, um, these experiences that you share, but uh, it quickly brought me really close to you in a sense of, um, I feel like I knew you uh, deeper than probably a lot of other people that just see the Jamie on the outside. So that was very special. And then from then on, we just continued to stay in touch and I've seen what you've done and I'm just super proud of you. Um, and just lucky to know you. So <laughs> that's how, that's how I met Jimmy. Um, I don't know if you'd like to add to more of that. Well, yeah, no, that was a, that was a really life changing event for me. I was going through a complete life transition at that point where I was trying to find out the purpose for my life or what it was going to be going forward. And I went to that event. I'd been doing a lot of Tony stuff. I'd had some coaching with a Tony coach um and she really encouraged me to go to that and it was at that event that i really um, found out the purpose for my life what i was going to do what was going to drive everything i do going forward because at that event you really rip apart your past your present your future and kind of figure out what is your purpose what is your vision what are your you know what are the values that you uh, really appreciate what's your primary question all those things and um my life purpose which is um, to share my love with all of God's children, sharing happiness with others through my playful soul by being an example of living an extraordinary life. I came up with that at that event, and that has driven everything I've done since then, which is like you talked about that kind of stepping into an uncomfortable you know, situation, sometimes trying new things like you're doing with the podcast. Um, that really is what has driven that for me, and that's opened up doors for me that have really allowed me to do some extraordinary things um, the last couple of years that I never would have you know, stepped into that unknown without that event, without that life uh, mission. Wow, how powerful and important, you know, that was for you and for me, you know, I had similar experiences. And um, it, it's fun, it's fun to have uh, this knowledge and have had the access to some of those experiences, because it makes us who we are. And it makes you it's shaped you into who you are. Absolutely. Um, so I would love to you know, begin with you just sharing a little bit of your story. I mean, you really have so many, so many things and so much depth to you that we could really go deep into for hours. But um, due to time and obviously honoring your time and, and everyone's time, I, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your story. Tell us a little. Yeah, so I, um, I got into real estate in 2005. Before then, so I did an LDS mission when I was 19, got home when I was 21. And I started, I wanted to make money. I didn't know how, what that looked like. I started selling steak and chicken door to door while I was going to school. And I was making 500 to a thousand bucks a day selling chicken door to door, um, which was kind of a fun moment in life because the day you realize that your worst case scenario is making six figures and, you know, going door to door, all of a sudden your mind starts to expand quite a bit. Um, I had a buddy that worked um, at like Chicken. Prosper. If you're, if you're, yeah, <laughs> I was that guy. So, but uh, so I had a buddy that worked at Prosper, which is a company that sells online coaching. They sold, you know, Carlton Sheets and Robert Allen and Robert Kiyosaki, the um, Rich Dad Poor Dad series, and all that. And I listened to those CDs. He got some of those for me, and it really sparked my curiosity in real estate. And so, in 2005, I got my license. 
uh, was still doing the meat company. I did a TV show, a couple of, I just kind of was really trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And through all that, um, I ended up, you know, landing in real estate, but I landed when I started real estate, I had to shut down the meat company. Long story short, my old partner had done some, uh, really bad things. He stole a bunch of money. We had franchised the company to this guy in St. George named Martin. Um, he'd given us our, his life savings, this guy from Argentina and Herman left with the money and, and bought a bunch of drugs. I had no idea that was my meat partner. Wow. I started in real estate. I mean, my first six months I did like three deals. And then that all kind of happened. And I mean, you know, it hit the fan pretty hard. And I got stuck with $120,000 debt. I needed to pay this guy in St. George back right away. So I knew I was going to go to jail. I mean, we'd taken his money. But I didn't know what I was doing. I, we, we were still in the process of getting the lawyers when my partner took the money. And I just told the guy, I'm going to pay. I called everyone. I was like, I'll pay you all back. I need time. I'm in real estate. But it ended up being my greatest blessing because my back was so far up against the wall. Um, that I had to come out swinging. So I signed up for Mike Ferry coaching. That was, uh, you know, a story in and of itself. And he gave this system that works if you do it. I mean, it's really hard to do because it's very uh, uh, rigorous. But I mean, I would, pro I would get on, you know, to my office every day. I would role play and study scripts. And then I'd get on the phones. And I did this for five years straight. But I'd get on the phones from 8 to 11 every single day. I never missed. Um, you know, and I'm just, just for our, our listeners real quick that are, not used to the real estate world. Um, Mike Ferry is probably the um, pioneer of the coaching in our industry. And so, um, you know, he was one of the first that implemented this whole, this whole coaching aspect into, into real estate. So side. Yeah. Note. Mike, Mike's the guy on all that stuff. You know, he is, um, I mean, his system, um, it works. It's just, it's a very difficult system to stay consistent with because it's very time consuming. You literally make, you know, you get rejected 30, 40 times a day, but you get an appointment out of that. And if you do it every day consistently over the course of a year, you'll sell a lot of homes. So his average client was selling 50 deals. When I heard that, you know, long story short, I ended up signing up by the end of that first year, I'd sold 60 homes using his system. Um, year two, I sold 98 houses with one assistant. I was one of the two finalists for salesperson beyond the flag board of realtors and from there it which kinda, is which is incredible you guys i know i, I keep interrupting but you good. have to no, understand that <laughs> your your average real estate agent sends like sells like four houses a year um if that and so jimmy just going through his numbers like he's so used to just probably sharing this part, part of his story but just the acknowledgement that i want to give to you because that is just unheard of like 60 transactions your first year is just not something that every the everyday agent does like that's what people yeah, are I mean, doing when they're like top producing you know um so that just goes to show you your 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 like hustle really yeah i mean it was i was i my back was really against the wall like i don't say that like i had so much debt and i honestly thought i might go to jail if i couldn't pay. i didn't know what was going to happen i just knew that we had I was in a position where, you know, in my mind, debt was the worst thing you could have. And I had more than every one of my friends combined. And it was like, I just, I had to do some things to get rid of it. And so um, I came out, yeah, I came out. I mean, I fell asleep in my suit three times that I woke up in the morning, still wearing my suit from the night before, like sitting on the couch or something. If I sat down and rested, I felt, you know, I really worked so hard. But then even worse was as soon as I finally got ahead again, 2000, that was six, 2006, 2007, the real estate market collapses. So 2008, 9, 10 were even harder. And I kind of got burned out from that system. I mean, I listed so many houses for sale by owners. And so I, I kind of made this 
switch and I started really working to spoil to kind of speed up the story. But I developed a system with my coach, Bill Pipes, um, who's the top real estate I coach love in the Bill. country. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, he's um, I was lucky enough because of my success at a young age, Bill would like put me on stages when he would do the Mike Ferry events. And so I got to kind of talk about how I did this in front of thousands of people. But me and Bill developed a relationship. He's, you know, one of my closest friends to this day. But, um, and so he and I set up this system that kind of, instead of was prospecting and door knocking and cold calling all day, we made this transition to spoiling our clients, networking, um, high-end social media with intent and all these different things. And that's the system I use today, which, you know, last year, to give you an idea, my team now, um, we just added two new agents. But last year, my team had four real estate agents and we closed 327 deals. Um, I think I was number one in Utah County and I was number one in Keller Williams in Utah. There's over 2000. Boom. So Congratulations. Year, at least in uh, commission I was, that's the only one that matters, I guess. But, amazing. You know, amazing. So we, but, and I did that because of this system that is instead of trying to pull people to me all day long, that's what, you know, my system is and it works, but eventually you get really tired of pulling everybody. Um, then, you know, what I teach now, cause I've developed now, I have my own coaching program around what I've done, um, is it's attracting people to you as opposed to pulling them to you, which is really tiresome. So that's kind of what I've done over the last couple of years, what I've really expanded into with social media and client parties and charity work, vacations with my friends, all those kinds of things. That's incredible. Congratulations on your success. And um, and I, I, I agree with you. I'm right there with my business too, of like, how do I attract people rather than the hardcore sales, you know, mentality. I think our generations really, and the younger generation is really moving towards that. So it's important that we, um, connect differently, right? Um, yeah, yeah, your sure. branding is incredible. I think that you, you know, if you, you could teach a branding, um, class as well, because it's just, you know, high level really high level. Well, I do. I do. That is a lot of what I'm teaching. Like my mastermind, you know, it's a 12 week mastermind. And one of the weeks I spent an hour just talking about how I've been able to brand myself as the market expert, like really the strategy that went behind it. Um, and so I, that's exactly what I'm doing. And, and I if honestly someone... started doing that because so many people kept saying, dude, like, like, you know, I, I hear all the time, like, okay, like even top agents around the country will call me. They're like, dude, I know that like I probably make more money or sell more homes than you, but I'm jealous. Like you seem like you're always playing and always on. <laughs> and I did like last year on my best year ever, I took 127 days on vacation. I visited 22 countries and, you know, I did some amazing things. And so I, I have set up a system that allows you to do it. Um, where the, what we think we're getting into in real estate, like when we actually sign up for it, that's what I feel. And I only did that because frankly, I didn't want to do real estate if I had to do it any longer the way that Mike teaches it, which I love him. He's a, that man changed my life forever, but I could not do that anymore. I was burning. I hated it. And so I just set up a system because that's the way that what I wanted to do. No, I, I completely hear you. I, um, you know, and and I want to, I want to get into that part of, of Jimmy Rex is this lifestyle. Um, but before we go to that, I just want to ask you if there are agents out there that want to join this mastermind that you're talking about, how could they join? Yeah. So we closed it and we're on week five, week four, week five now for this particular mastermind. I'm going to do it three times a year. It's a 12 week mastermind. Um, uh, if they go to agentsplaybook.com, um, agents that's plural playbook.com they can get a, a free copy of my book that I came out with last year and then that'll put you in my funnel um, and then I will send you occasional emails where you will see the other stuff that I have coming up I have a 
you know, I have a course that it's 60 days. It's a 60 day challenge where every day I send you a new video I made with a homework assignment to build your business exactly like I did. I, you know, I, I sell that basically for, I mean, it's like 60 bucks. I basically give it away because I, that's, I want to show people that this works as they do it. They'll want more information. And so I have a social media course. I'm building a luxury homes course. I, you know, I sold the most expensive home in the history of Utah last year over $32 million. And I sold a, over a dozen luxury homes. Amazing. Yeah, so I'm teaching that now <laughs> as well. There is a strategy to it. For eight years, I couldn't sell a house over a million bucks. Last year, I sold like almost 15 of them. So You really um, broke the ceiling on that one. Well, there's you a really way to do went it. There. And I guess it's just learning it, honestly. It's kind of funny. It's actually easier to sell those homes than the small ones, but um, in a lot of cases. But, <laughs> um, but my main mastermind, I'll open up. I think the next one we're going to do is going to start on April 8th. But if you go to that, again, agentsplaybooks.com, you can kind of sign up into my system and then from there be looking for the, we'll start releasing it in probably, I don't know, a month or six weeks. We'll start releasing the next mastermind. Um, so people can join in April. Perfect. Thanks for sharing that. And, and I want to get to your book eventually. Cause I, I, you told me a little bit about it, about dinner with spring. And I think it's just so, so smart what you've done and, and just all the information, how you captured all this data. But um, before we do that, I, okay, let's get into the good stuff, which is your lifestyle that everyone is just jealous of or craves it or wish that they could live, you know, um, this life just full of adventure and travel. And, you know, you're swimming with white sharks and you're next thing I know, you're in probably every place that I ever desired to travel to. And I'm a big traveler. It's a big passion of mine as well. But, you know, share with, share with us, when did you start just really creating this life by design and you thinking, okay, all the success in the world is awesome. And it's so much fun, but I really want to live my life to the fullest. And what, what inspired you to just really go for it? And despite of everyone else telling you, how are you going to do that? When are you going to do that? You don't have time yeah. for that, right? Because I've gotten some of it and you're at different levels, but tell us all about this. So there's a couple different pivotal points and I'll kind of talk as I just talked about the first one, which was 2010 when I was burned out and I had to change, make some changes. So that was the first step with Bill, that meeting where we designed it a little bit differently. And that was very strategic to work with my network and work with people that had money because back then nobody really had money to buy anything. And so we kind of set up a strategy around that. And then in 2012, I decided I needed to leave Utah to try something different. And I decided to go get my master's degree in real estate from Arizona State. I wanted to go down there, just try something new, open up my life to new people, kind of put myself out there. Even though I was the number one agent in my office, you know, we, um, it was good. I was top five agent in the county. I just, things were working, but I just felt I needed something different. And so I had to set up my team strategically to run without me being here. I was going to be gone for nine months and I was in class every day from eight to two o'clock, um, Monday through Friday. So I knew I wasn't going to be able to be here to go on appointments and show buyers. And so it forced me, I had about 10 months to set it up. And so I forced me to get my team set up the right way, my admin, my systems, my buyer's agent. And that was a blessing because um, I even learned to take listings over the phone. And I had heard of one agent that did that before um, at a Mike Ferry event. And I was like, yeah, right. You can't take listings over the phone because back then I was just calling for sell by owners. But when you have warm leads, you absolutely can. And so I set up this system to run without me physically being in Utah. And that year, 2013, I had my best year ever. Um, I sold 185 homes, I think, at that time was my best year I'd ever had. And a lot of that happened 
because I learned to leverage myself and leverage my team. And so I found the right people, got them built up, um, helped them, you know, learn what to do and how to do that. And so that was the first step when I went, wow, this is really powerful. Well, then I started going on these vacations and trips with friends. I'd been doing that. And I started looking at where all my deals came from. And I couldn't believe how many deals I had met that person on like a couple's trip to Lake Powell or some <laughs> kind of cabin trip. Like it was like half my deals were coming from people I met literally going on vacation. So I said, there's something here. And so I started purposely doing that, setting up vacations. And I bought a houseboat in 2013. I started throwing a couple trips every summer where I'd get 30 to 50 people on a houseboat trip. Um, and I started building my network. You, there's something powerful that happens, A, when you work um, with people out of town, when you go out of town with people, and B, when you do charity work with people. And so I really put a focus on those two things. I said, I'm going to work really heavy with some charity stuff. I started doing sub for Santa. I started doing work with Operation Underground Railroad. I started working with, you know, um, all these different organizations, um, Mission Six Zero, some of these uh, military groups that, um, and I started really coming with any skill or ability that I had to create value for them. And I was making amazing connection after amazing connection. And it, like the guy that bought the house this year, the $32 million house, this guy named Trevor Milton, he owns a company called Nikola Motors. I met him on a houseboat trip in Lake Powell. And then we became close friends on a trip where 30 of us went to Hawaii together. So like, I just, you know, and that dude actually found the house himself. And he basically called me and said, hey, come check out this house. I'm going to buy it. It's like a mountain range in, you know, up in Oakley. And he bought that place and put my name on the contract, basically. It was the biggest commission check ever written in Utah. Wow. And I got it because, literally because of my friendship with this guy. And so long story short, that system is, I just strategically started doing that about 2013, 14 again. And, and I've been doing that ever since. So it's, I always say it's like, it's not so much a system as it is a way of being. I'm always looking for opportunities. So like this last weekend's a good example. I just got back from Vegas, me and eight of my close friends just opened up a Mexican restaurant called Mas I Por saw Favor. that. Yeah. I'm like, like I want to go to this place. So it's in Las yeah, Vegas, it's, right? It's in Las Vegas. And it's an amazing little restaurant. And honestly, I just did that to have a cool thing to do with my friends. Like one of those guys has referred <laughs> me the, you know, a, a buyer that bought a $5 million house. Um, one of my partners closes February 6th on a $3 million house. And so like I invested some money with these groups just to honestly like spend the time with them and have the access and stuff like that. So it's very strategic. What's the um, name of the I restaurant invest. again? Cause I want to go next time I'm in Vegas. Tell me one yeah, more time. The mas, name? mas por favor, which means more please. Mas por favor. I'll say it to you in Spanish. Yes, <laughs> really? No, yeah. that's so awesome. I'm like, of course he has a restaurant. Like what else? What else? Yeah, no, um, it's just, and again, it's just a fun, I'm a, I'm a very small owner. I'm one of the investors in it, but at the same time, it's like, just doing things like this. So every week, so like this week I'm going to Fiji to, you know, I'm going to a Tony Robbins event to meet more people. And, um, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, um, in fact, it was last week, last week, middle of the week, my buddy Dave, who owns Entrada Software here in Utah is one of my best friends. He was having his bachelor party. We rented a cabin in Park City and like 20 of us went up and slept over and just, we played poker and had a riot, just had a good time. I'm doing this stuff all the time as a way of being. It's not, you know, you can't just do a couple things and expect these deals to come in. But if you're always creating value, introducing people, um, you know, a, a couple months ago, like two months ago, I had a really cool moment. Five of my close friends um, were down in Vegas together. I wasn't. Um, and the waitress asked them, hey, how do you guys all know each other? And every single one of them had met the other one through me. And they wow. all kind of had this moment. And the waitress is like, who is this Jimmy guy? I got to meet this guy, you know? <laughs> but it was cool to like, think about that. Like people know that. People recognize the value I've created. These 
close friendships they have in their life because of what I've, you know, the effort and time I've put into connecting people. Like I went to Top Golf a month ago. It's so easy to do. And I just invited six random friends that didn't know each other. By the time the night's over, one of them was writing the cover for the other dude's book and the other, or the foreword, and the <laughs> other dude was training the other guy's daughter. And it was like, it's really cool. And so I'm just looking for opportunities. It's so easy to do, but, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it takes a little bit extra effort. And most people are just kind of lazy with how they're building their business. I've done this strategically for 15 years, especially for the last five. And that's how I've been able to build a raving fan base that allows me to sell homes, whether I'm in Utah or Fiji or wherever I'm at on vacation, I can do that as long as I keep working while I travel and stuff like that. Incredible. I, I want to just expand a little bit on your connections because you're obviously a huge connector. And um, the beauty of really who you surround yourself with matters and it's everything to me and how you keep scaling that and, and, and like elevating the groups of people that you're surrounding yourself with. And that creates more opportunity that creates better conversations that creates for you to start thinking just differently. And I, I know that your network is very high level, you know? And so I just want to really touch on that because of how it's important it's been for me. And I'm sure it's obviously been super important for you. And never would you have thought that that also equals like more business opportunities. You just being who you are, you're being larger than life. You're, you know, you're doing the, the things that are passionate to you in your life. And at the same time, you're connecting these extraordinary people with each other. And then it, just I'm, I'm sure that it, it just makes life so much better and so much more fun. And, um, you know, just yeah, the always, importance of I who you surround say, yourself with. Well, I always say, even if I don't sell any homes, it's a really fun way to live. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the bonus, you know? Yeah. I love that. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for going into that and um, just creating the possibility and opening people's minds that if you want to, if you want to do something in your life and you want to live in two places and if you want to travel more and that I'm telling you that you can, it is possible. You can do it. You can't allow other people to, to shut that down for you. Don't let it block it. Like Jimmy is the perfect example, you guys, of how you can create that, you know, and many people in life do big things and do travel and, What you kind of realize as you get older too, what I've realized is you only regret the stuff you didn't do. You really do. Like um, all the stuff, even when I fell on my face, that is my story now. Like I did a TV show that I ended up losing money on. I did the meat company, lost my ass on. Like all those things became my story. Even when I lost all my money in real estate at the beginning and, you know, I gave away my first $2 million I tried to invest. I mean, I just, I, all these things went wrong and I'm like, I look at it now and I'm like, what a beautiful mess, you know, that creates a life. And I, I'm actually just finished mm-hmm. writing my second book um, with my one of my best friends named Cameron Carling. It's called You End Up Where You're Headed, The Hidden Dangers of Living a Safe Life. And what it is is the end of people's lives on their deathbeds when people are asked, you know, like, what's your biggest regret or whatever, they always say the things they didn't do or the love they didn't give or the, the risk they didn't take. And so what the whole book is about is just putting yourself out there. It's like being an explorer and really, you know, going into the unknown and that uncharted territory where there's a lot of risk, but there's so much reward. And to me, it's like the only failure is not trying to, the only failure, I know that's cliche, but the only failure truly is to just play it safe. Like I have no 
problem. If I lose everything, I don't care because I'm gonna have so much damn fun one way or another. I'll learn so much from that. And, you know, and, and by putting yourself out there, you really only have to nail it a couple of times in life with a spouse, with a job and with an investment, and you're pretty set. You can screw up a lot of things. And so it's the people that never take those risks or never put themselves out there that actually end up losing out on all the um, flavor of life, all the beauty that it has. The zest. I love that so much. Um, I, and, you know, for the Tony Robbins fans and the six human needs that he teaches and. I know we talked about this at dinner when we went with spring a few months back, maybe a year ago, but you, you shared with us that your number one need in life is um, variety, right? Yeah. And so the the uncertainty, (laughs) uncertainty is Jimmy's number one need. And so it makes sense, right? That you're willing to take all the risks that, um, that adventure, the last minute things that uh, and I, I think, just it's, think it's so fun. I think it's important to recognize that everyone has that need. I think just, you know, you get to decide how you cultivate your own needs. Everyone has the need for uncertainty, um, yeah. actually. So at some level. You know what's interesting, though, that a lot of people are very uncomfortable with, with, with uncertainty. Can I actually I used to be. Else, like, yeah. I am too. That's the beauty of it. It's not like I have this special oh, thing. Like weird. I just have learned, I have learned about the rewards that come with leaning into the uncertainty. Like I still get nervous. I'm still like, oh, oh, okay. like I but the beauty that. of that, it's not like, yeah, it's not like I am immune. It's like people that run, they think that runners don't like have some superpower where they don't get tired. James kept um, the iron cowboy. Lawrence was on my podcast. This guy's the most extraordinary athlete in the history of the world. He did 50, um, Ironmans in 50 states in 50 days. It's the most amazing feat ever done by humanity. And he said, he said, I still hurt as much as I did the first time I started running. I still get as tired as I did the first time I started running. I'm not immune to this. I simply have learned how to deal with it. He's like, people think, well, yeah, you're James, you know, Lawrence. Of course you can go do this. He's like, no, it still hurts as much for me as it does for you. I've just simply learned to deal with that. And so I think it's important to recognize that I'm not unique in the sense that I can go do this because I have some weird superpower where I'm not afraid of anything. Like it's just simply, I've chosen to do it enough times. And every time I did it, you know, from the first time I did something uncomfortable and got a reward from it, I was like, Oh, like you go up and talk to the pretty girl and she actually gives you your number. You're like, Oh, I'm going to do that more often. That was a good reward. Or you go up to the old lady and try to sell her something as a kid and she buys it. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I'm going to go pitch more stuff. Like you just kind of, as you do it, you know, like calling for sell by owners. Oh my gosh. I remember staring at the phone for two hours before I called the first one. I was terrified. And by the time I picked up the phone and called 10 people, I was even more terrified because it went horribly the first time. And, you know, eventually I went from, I would call 70 for sell by owners to get an appointment. Eventually I got that down to one out of 12 people I called. I could get an appointment and I didn't care who was on the other end of that call. I had one goal to get the appointment. It didn't start with that though. I had to get there by getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. So, so good. I, I used to actually at our Tony Robbins event, when I got there, I realized that I wanted certainty in my life. So much certainty. That was one of my top two. And then I realized how unhappy I was in that. And I, so it sw- quickly switched to the uncertainty and um, those have been my best moments in life, you know, and uh, when you don't have something planned and when there is the, the uncomfortableness of being uncertain, not knowing what's going to happen next and just enjoying that. Um, so um, thanks for sharing that um, with all of us. And 
Well, I, we I, all, I tell people if you're afraid, like find the humor in it, you know, like it's funny. Like it's funny to absolutely like fall on your ass trying something new. It's funny to get your butt kicked trying to do something. Like I went to Brazil 15 years ago with a couple buddies and we, we were a mess. We were going everywhere, trying everything. And it was the funniest, funnest trip of all time. I mean, we, we had no money, but we were making it work. We were walking places and we'd find ourselves in the most random situations and things I can't even talk about. And then I went five years ago, I went to the World Cup five or six years ago, whatever it was, when it was down in Brazil. And I went with these really um, high-end vice presidents of Vivint at the big company. And they were so wealthy. And I love these guys, but they wanted everything to be so set up. They had like the nicest hotel. They had a personal driver the whole time. They had every meal planned up. And I'll be honest, it was the boringest trip I've ever been on in my life. Like it was so set. And it was like this high-end trip. I hated it. I was like, all I wanted to do is sneak out and go run around the freaking town and check things out you know and, and so like it's okay to understand that like I, they needed that certainty I guess or they just didn't want to deal with it but I was like give me the chaos let me play in the chaos a little bit and find those are where all the fun and the funny stories come from and so Beautiful. that's you know a good way to look at it is try to get a get outside of that I love it live in the chaos <laughs> yeah a little bit for sure hey um so thanks for inspiring that in all of us because we, you know, you do. I want you to know that. Um, and then I do want to dive deeper a little bit into your success because, Jimmy, you really are absolutely extraordinary. And, you know, you have the book. You're on your second book. You have this podcast. Um, you are part of OUR, which is, um, you know, I know that Tony Robbins is involved with OUR at a very high level um, to help, you know, against human trafficking, which is uh, so important in not only our country, you don't think that it happens in our country, it does, and then just worldwide. Um, so what an important, important organization that you're a part of. You are opening up restaurants, you're killing it in real estate, you're helping other people rise too, you know, with your coaching and, and teaching. And so, you know, I, I would just like for you to share a little more of why you do what you do. Um, you know, all, all of these things that are you doing that are high level, next level things. What is it that really drives you to get there? Like share with us a little more on the business side of that. Yeah, I think um, it gets addicting when you start to see how it changes lives. You know, I'll give you an example. Um, my brother Dale started with me about the same time in real estate. And um, when he first started working for me, we made, we made our first dream board, like when the secret came out, like, you know, 12 years <laughs> or whatever. And we found that dream board about a year ago. Uh, and it was like, it literally had a car that was like, I mean, it was just such a plain car and such a plain house. And it was like, one day I'll go on a vacation to a beach with my family. And it was like, it was so beautiful and pure in its whole thing. But it kind of like, as we looked at that together, we realized like his, you know, like his life is so much bigger and grander than he ever could have expected. Um, and it was like, we'd grown through this thing together from the beginning. And it was like looking back and seeing, and that was a very real example of seeing where somebody's mind was of what their life could be versus like, as we grew together, he came with me on all these conferences and seminars and, you know, stayed with me through the, the struggle of the real estate market, like to kind of get to the other side of that. And you see how it helps and affects people. I get you know, I get a lot of messages from the people I coach. They start using my social media strategies. They start using my networking strategies and they'll send me messages. I get them all day um, 
of, you know, hey, I just got my first lead from Instagram, check this out, or I just got my first lead from a Facebook Live, and they, they're so pumped up, they're so excited, um, and it really does, like, you kind of know, you, hey, this is actually mattering, this is making a difference. My podcast, I get, you know, we get so many views on that now, or listens, and, um, you know, dudes will message me, like, dude, I listened to this podcast with this guy, and I went back to college, I realized I need to do more with my life, and I think it, for me, it's addicting. Um, I say there's a lot of things you can get addicted to. Um, I'm addicted to honestly, like just doing good. I love it. I love to do good. I, I my girlfriend laughs Amazing. because because I I took a I took my whole family this year. One of my dream goals by my 40th birthday was to take my entire family on a dream vacation, and they're all huge Disney fans. And uh, I was able to book a Disney cruise with the Bahamas for 38 of us. My 26 nieces and nephews, wow. all my siblings. Yeah, and, and you did that. Was, like you, you covered all the, the costs thing. for I, every, everything. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I saw the picture of your whole family. I thought, that's that's a big family to go on a cruise with. But um, yeah, well, it, and it was fun because like when we were doing the planning meeting, um, at, you know, a family party, and when we left, my girlfriend she said, you know, something that I thought was really special. Um, she goes, "You let them plan everything. Like this, this isn't about you." And I'm like. No, it's not. I just want to do something for, for the people that I love, you know? And she's like, that's so cool because I really can see like, you don't care. Like, this is not about you. This is about all them. And, and those experiences to be able to do those kinds of things um, really is like what life's all about. And so I just encourage people, like, I think if people truly knew how much they could do, they would probably try to do a lot more, but you really do have to put in the effort. You got to do the grind. You got to put that effort in. And honestly, even when the market sucks, like I look back in 2008, 2009, it was so hard to sell real estate, but it's nothing but good memories now. I was like, I worked so hard to get through that. And I don't work that hard now, I'll be honest. Not like I did. Not, <laughs> at least not like the same way. It's a lot different kind of work. I'm now. sure you're way more productive than most people, but yes, I get what you're saying. It's a different kind of grind. How's that? But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. it's so like, it's so like, I love that kid, like my 26 year old me, you know, it's just like. <laughs> when you're in the middle of it, you're like, is this ever going to get better? Is this ever going to end? I've never had any money. I'm telling my assistant to hold his check. And it's like, it's such a grind and you just don't know if anything's ever going to get better. And, um, but you look back, you know, and I always said back then, I said, do this for your future self. You don't know what's going to come up. You don't know who's going to need you in the future. And I would say that I was like, my saying all the time is do it for your future self. You don't know what's coming, but um, you know, and then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, Oh, we've built something pretty special here. Um, you know, and, and so I don't know, I think, I think when you say, what, where does that drive come from? I, I don't see how I could not do it. Like for me, it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm addicted to, to the success of it. I'm addicted to um, doing good and to having, you know, changing people's lives and that stuff. I really am. I, I love it. I live for it. Um, and that's what motivates me every day. So. That's beautiful. Thank you. Um, I relate. I, I like helping other people rise and helping them accomplish their dreams so we we share that passion um i i want to end with a couple of questions that i think are going to be very um very great questions for our audience and um the first one is what would you say to all the people that told you that you couldn't to the people that told you that it was impossible for you to get to where you are today uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's funny, like when I was, you know, when I was calling those for sale by owners every day for several hours, 
you need a lot of things to motivate you to keep you going because it is really hard when you're getting hung up on all day. Um, and I would put pictures up of ex-girlfriends. I would put quotes on my wall of things people had said to me. Um, I draw on that all the time. Like when I went and ran a marathon, I went and ran the New York marathon three years ago and I'd never ran in my life. In fact, even training, I never went over three miles. And I went to lunch the day before my buddy out in New Jersey, my buddy Jeremy. And when I showed up, he started laughing. He goes, dude, you're not even in that good of shape. Like I was expecting you to be like looking oh like gosh. all fit and stuff. And I laughed. And, he goes, dude, there's no, and I told him my training. I'm like, yeah, I haven't really been running. I just the last few weeks I've been running two, three miles a day. And he's like, you can't just go do a marathon. He's like, there's no way you're finishing. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, do you even know who I am? I'm like, okay, they'll have to, like, anyway, long story short, I finished in afterwards, you know, but the whole time um, I was just kept telling myself, like, oh, Jeremy, Jeremy, like, I'll pull on anything. You know, like when I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro earlier last year, um, I told them before I went, I said, they will have to drag my dead ass off the mountain because there's no way I'm coming down without going to the top. And I just kind of like, those are the things I say to so like people that are like, you can't do that or whatever. I just, I try to draw on that to push me, but I kind of also like, I'm not that attached to the outcome. I just know I'm going to do it. I don't care how I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to negotiate with myself. I'm not going to talk myself into going to work every day. I'm not going to talk myself into stay going up this mountain. That's why I said, they're going to have to drag me off it because I didn't want to negotiate with myself. There is no option to quit early there's no option to not do it i'm just like that's what i'm doing let's go and then you just keep moving and you just keep going incredible and and i thank you so much for sharing like the hardships and the journey because i think so many people are always like oh jimmy and he's so successful and it was probably happened overnight and it's like nothing happens overnight is it, it well, is years and years of so yeah, much in the compound effect and that's where the result is so just well, sharing that, all the people struggles. That just met, people that met me over the last few years, it's kind of funny because like sometimes my friends will be in on a conversation. My friends that have been with me for a while and kind of know the whole thing. And they knew me when I was laminated the scripts in my shower and was channeling them every morning for two years. They knew me when I was getting <laughs> up and by eight o'clock I was in the funds every day. And like, it's funny to hear when they like overhear other people being like, yeah, Jimmy just kind of like got these friends that have money and they got lucky and this and that. And it's like, they just laugh. They're like, oh no, if you only knew the amount of skill and hardship that had to, you know, practice and events and mm -hmm. had to go into all that. But I think that's common for anybody. We look at anybody where they're at and it's easy to go, oh, I want to be there. I want to do that. But, you know, you don't look at the journey to get there. And honestly, it's like climbing a mountain in the sense, like if Kilimanjaro, if I was only doing that to get to the top, like if you're at the top for like 30 minutes, it wouldn't have been worth it, any of it. But if you can fall in love with the entire adventure, if you can fall in love with the struggle, if you can fall in love with the night we started at 11 p.m. and hiked till 10 in the morning, that is the beauty of it. And if that's the key is really falling Enjoying in love the journey. with the whole process, yeah. I love it. Um, the second and final question is, you know, I really, and I know it's important to you, uh, living a legacy, right? Like being uh, towards the end of your life and you knowing that you did everything that you wanted to do and that there are no regrets. And so, you know, and uh, sadly we all heard about Kobe Bryant yesterday and what a tragedy that was. And I think he's a perfect example of leave, like live, leaving such an important and powerful legacy. Like he really inspired so many and lived his life to the fullest. Um, and so I want to ask you, you know, what is the legacy that you would like to leave? 
Yeah, I think for me, again, it's, I don't, and I don't have any, I don't need, I don't have this expectation of what my life needs to be to be a legacy or anything like that. I think it goes back to my life motto. I want to show people, you know, what it's like to love, to share happiness, and to live an extraordinary life. I want to inspire people to live an extraordinary life, whatever that means for them. So for some people, you know, that might be doing some of these fun adventures and travels for others. That's being the best baseball coach to their kids or football or whatever that might be. Like just helping people understand like in life, like it's funny that I like, I always struggle with this. It's like, we only got this one life. Like even if you believe in an afterlife or other life, whatever you believe, it's not the same as this. Like this is it as far as this goes. And so I'm just over here. Like, I'm just going to enjoy every part of it. I, I live 10 lives by the time I'm, you know, 40 years old of, you know, I've done more than most people have ever dreamed of. And at the end of the day, for me, I feel like I'm just getting started. I don't know where my path goes. I don't know where my legacy will end up being. Mm-hmm. I just want to inspire people to do, you know, to live an extraordinary life. And it truly is like, I really see it as like, I have no attachment. I don't need this to be anything. But at the same time, like, I know the value of what I can leave and what I can do and who I can inspire. And I, I take that not lightly. And so I try to honor that with what I do each day. Oh, thank you uh, again for your time. Uh, thanks for being that inspiration to many of us and for being a great example of living your life completely fulfilled. And um, you really empower a lot of people. So I, I hope that you know that. Um, and, and just for, you know, for our listeners, I would love for them to continue to follow your story. It's so, so powerful, amazing, inspiring. So um, why don't you share with, with us where people can continue to follow your story, maybe your Instagram handle, Facebook, uh, whatever you prefer. Yeah, my favorite, I mean, I share, so I use Instagram um, to share my life, but also any, if you're interested in, you know, seeing some of the trainings or the free stuff, I, have, I give away a lot of the stuff I give away is free, to be honest, but Instagram is the place to follow me. It's Mr. Jimmy Rex. And on there, I'm always sharing, you know, what I'm doing. I'm sharing a lot of, I'm trying to create value always. Um, and then through the stories, I try to share my life and kind of let people come on the, the journey with me. So that's the best place, uh, Mr. Jimmy Rex. And on that, you know, if anybody ever has questions, I try to always get back to people that reach out to me on messaging, um, send me a DM on Instagram. And uh, I love to hear from people. I love to, you know, answer questions and to see what they're doing and to be able to, uh, help in any way I can. Awesome. Well, thanks again for your time and uh, we truly appreciate it. And I wish you the best in your journey. I'm, I'm definitely going to continue follow following your story and however I can be a support to you. I will be. Thank so, you so much. Appreciate the time and it was fun to come on. Thanks, Maria. Thanks. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Nudia's Mastermind. It's an absolute pleasure of mine to be able to share this space with you. There is something so powerful about brilliant minds coming together to help other people grow and to inspire them to enjoy the zest for life. Please subscribe and also follow me on YouTube and on Instagram. My handle is nudia.p.rivera. Now go and create an amazing life.